0: Hi, this is Cameron.
1: And I'm Jorge Luis.
0: Today we have Raquel Arraso for our third part in the series on Carmen Bajo.
1: Let's hear the findings of her research and the dreams for the future. Let's start now.
0: Hopecast.
1: Learning
2: about the life and mission of education equals hope.
0: Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco.
1: And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez.
0: I'm the co founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador.
1: And I'm the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well.
0: Equals H exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations.
1: The hope for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, friends, and partners in ministry all over the world, informed as what is happening here in Ecuador with our ministry.
0: Because we couldn't do it without you.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. You yeah, know what she said. <laughs> um, we are thrilled to have Raquel Arraso back with us for uh, the third episode. Hi, Raquel. Hi. Thanks Luis,
1: for being hi, with us camera. again.
0: Thank you for this invite well we ha- we need to wrap up the story we we have heard how you got mm-hmm. there and we heard kind of what you did and the why you did it but you guys found so found such valuable information and have such great plans so I want we want to hear the rest
1: yeah so let's continue but um, before we talk about the future plans and all that something that I have been thinking about in my mind m- many times after we talked the first time, is um, how you said how important it is to do research in this kind of ministries and environments, but how um, in this culture we don't appreciate the research. So let us know a little bit of what you found and and you know why you did it and how you did it in order to understand you know a little bit of what you, the foundings and, and the future plans about it and everything. let us know how you did it and what are the things that you encounter in that journey
2: good to meet. (laughs) So (laughs) just to start uh, summarizing, uh, last episode we talked about um, that built on several previous experience and proposals dealing with social issues, Um, me as a social worker and two other friends that are sociologists, Daniel and Luis, formed the CSTEC institution as means of developing frameworks and strategies to help institutions become stronger organizations. That's our mission and our goal, Mm -hmm. to help um, the churches, uh, local churches, as well to public uh, institutions, private institutions, and social institutions that are working in
1: um, communities
2: and uh, taking a part of the social work um, field. So in that uh, sense, um, our work was to... To propose uh, the interdisciplinary approach that contemplates different... Can you believe this girl's
0: vocabulary? (laughs) I
2: mean... uh (laughs) That contemplates different, like, Mm -hmm. disciplines
1: disciplines.
2: Disciplines of, like, uh, such as psychology, sociology, anthropology, Mm -hmm. social work, and other as Mm -hmm. well, to, like, to be able to integrate the interdisciplinary approach in the social uh, work um, field that it's really hard to um, to just work with one specific uh, approach but it's necessary to contemplate other disciplines that can contribute in like specific, like in the mental, physical and spiritual area of humans right, so mm-hmm. that's basically um, what uh, the work was in Carmen Bajo and yeah, that's a little bit about, like, why we did it and what's what was the goal to, mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that. So um, the, uh, the purpose of being in Carmen Bajo was to strain the institution aspect on the social initiative that the church has had for more than 20 years, uh, putting all together and to make it stronger as well, like in the, all the ministries and a lot of the programs that uh, the church has had. So um, it's necessary to to put these uh, to put this framework mm-hmm. in in like be able like to put a bill like availability.
1: availability to
2: like the church. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. And what are the things that you found? We have been talking about the the little challenges and the social problems that we found and something that really um strike me and made me impacted me is that that you were sharing why was it important you have been living with these people but how it was for you to actually be there researching and getting to know a different aspect of their reality that probably you didn't even know but that this time was like super more profound how was that for you?
2: So for me and like the technical team of CS Tech was a challenge because well uh, I've been living my mm-hmm. life in Carmen Bajo, but um, in research, you have to be kind of objective, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, you're not going to be 100% <laughs> objective, mm-hmm. but you are going to try to be, like, a 90% of, like, what you are doing. So, for me, and having a team in charge was really... Uh, the challenge to be objective and to apply the techniques that we have learned in uh, in our schools. The two techniques that we have applied is like the quantitative and the qualitative. Quantitative is like you can get a statistics, you can mm-hmm. work with surveys, you can wo- work and see graphics about like the actual situation of like the Carmenbacker community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have discovered the access to education. Uh, through, like in this survey that we apply, we apply seventy-two questions to um to adult people, uh, just to know how are the family situation, like uh, how many uh, family members are in a family, mm-hmm. uh, what uh, how much money uh, do you get uh, monthly mm-hmm. in family as well. So, um, you can you kind um. You have that information and aspect of the quantitative data mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. can help you apply in service. That is mm-hmm. more like, okay, numbers mm-hmm. and like realistic data points. Yes, data points. Mm-hmm. So, and that's been good. And um, the problems that we have found it was the um, access to mental health services, mm-hmm. extracurricular activities, such as uh, having uh, time to, to, to spend in music or. Um, languages or uh, sports yeah right so like Mm -hmm. that was good to know that and i think it's important Mm -hmm. to to
0: just remind our listeners because most of our listeners are in western europe or Mm -hmm. the united states and canada and those things are part of a school curriculum so like well it's not a big deal if you don't have extracurricular but they're not part of the academic school curriculum here like you get reading writing math Boom, like, and so all those other things that help the development of a child believe in themselves and recognize mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. gifts and talents they have in themselves and others, those aren't a part of it. So you saw that
2: statistically. Yeah. And they don't have the access to that after school hours either. I, I think uh, 10% of the population has the access to it, but it's more to like two sports, mm. like in, um, in the institution, public, public institutions um, that the kids uh, will go they are not contemplating that kind of, mm-hmm. like, um, activities. So it's really, really, um, like, a um, struggle for their own families in Carmen Bajo to not have, have any um, equipment, like, around the neighborhood. No, like the city
0: even parks I mean I Mm -hmm. just I know having spent a lot of time the parks and if you could see my air quotes around (laughs) that word um, we live in a part of Quito and our our office is in a part of Quito where you really there are swings and there are seesaws and and kids can run and play but in places like Carmen Bajo those don't exist and Mm -hmm. and kids are Playing soccer in the street because their options are play soccer in the street or sit in the street. And and the few parks that there are, they're so covered with dog poop. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. even tell you. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I've tried. I tried to take my kids, but literally you you can't take two steps without stepping in dog poop. Yeah, there's, there's so many the street trouble. dogs and yeah. there's not the custom of picking up after your dog. And I never really realized how dog poop can yeah. make your life miserable as yeah. a parent.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're talking also about you doing this research during a pandemic.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So if this was a huge need before, Mm -hmm. now that kids are not even able to go to the school, you know, and at least have a little playground in their school, now they didn't even have that. Mm -hmm. They live in like a very little apartment where there's no green areas or not even the possibility now because of the pandemic.
2: And we're talking about like the Carmen Bajo community. They have small spaces in their houses. Mm-hmm. They have like two rooms for a family of like six people. Mm-hmm. And you don't
0: get. And that's like, not two bedrooms, that's like, yeah. two rooms, two, yes. two rooms. Kitchen, dining room, living room, bedroom, everything. Everything is, there is it's two just spaces. Like, if you're looking really
2: close to each other and like, the houses are really close to each other, and then you don't have access to any kind of these extracurricular activities. That are really, really important for the kids and like mainly the teenagers to discover mm. their own interests and to like uh, to be involved in a process that they will like and they will love. So that's one of the things that we have found, as well as the uh, access to uh, services of health and like among others. But also we incorporate uh, the qualitative uh, aspect. That is more, uh, you have to concentrate more of, like, information that you are not going to apply with a survey. You have to apply with interviews, uh, with a lot of, like, getting into the territory and be closer to uh, the people as well. So we apply, like, a family approach uh, with, so, uh, with a team of social workers that we have. And uh, we apply these techniques um, with the families, with uh, a lot of like aspects of like art and, uh, and drawing, mm-hmm. and then we got more information that we were uh, given in like just the survey, right? So mm-hmm. you have to spend a bit of like that time, um, digging for more information that mm-hmm. will be uh, real and that will be uh, important to contemplate for the future plans that you will contemplate for the institution.
0: I remember you showing me some of the statistics and um. I think it was about violence in the home. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, very few people admitted to domestic violence or or violence in the home. But then you ask the question another way (laughs) and you got some sort of startling large number of people. uh, Well, of course, yeah, we know there's violence in the home and this is how it plays out. And Yeah. I remember Daniel being like, yeah, like we <laughs> we asked the question from multiple angles to try to get to the heart of the matter because
2: they know what the quote unquote right answer is just yeah. as well as anyone else. So we asked, um, have you suffered of any kind of like violence in your home? Mm-hmm. The answer straight was like yes or no. And then we got a lot of like no's. But then the tricky question was, where have you seen violence happening in your daily life? And then then the family uh, option was the first one to choose. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just a tricky question to put it on, like, on, the, on the table and just to be able to, to dig for more information that will be uh, real and mm-hmm. that will talk more about the, mm-hmm. the actual situation. So it's a lot of time spending and talking and uh, investing in the in the home visits and interviews and a lot of work being done, but it's real information that you're not going to get from
1: anywhere else.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's great. Um, Anything else that is important to say that you found before we talk about the future plans? Um,
2: I will say that economically, the um, situation of the community in Carmen Bajo Um, is better like in the terms of accessing to like public services but uh, we are in a time that uh, you have five people in your house and the uh, four people that doesn't work they Mm -hmm. depend on one on one person that works so we're talking about a lot of economic dependence that happens Mm -hmm. in the family as well and the most um Another problem that was, like, sticking in our head was uh, the violence. So mm-hmm. that in terms mm-hmm. um, was difficult to see uh, that uh, the kids in, in their own schools have suffered, uh, like, different types of violence. Wow. So uh, in the school mm-hmm. interesting to, to, to see and to um, exhibit this kind of, like, um, struggles that the, the kids go through. Mm-hmm. And then um, for, like... For this uh, survey and like the evaluation of the 20 years of the institution, um, we had uh, to integrate as well the networking, yeah. like aspect. Mm-hmm. So we had to work. We had to interview a lot of uh, the main sponsors of the Carmen Bajo mm-hmm. Church, and uh, um, it was a lot of interviewing as well, and like just putting all the information to be able to set up like a a specific story of the institution. And Mm -hmm. now we got like specific actors, specific dates as Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. uh, being involved and coming all together in uh, in this space in Carmen Bajo. But also we had to create new uh, networking as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. with other institutions because was uh, the field that you were working like in this kind of like, community is really difficult Mm it's not like a community that lives all well you have different problems being in one place and you have like a complex reality that you have to relate to other institutions to be able to grow and to be able to help uh, the community and the kids to get access to like different kind of like services so we got in touch with living and learning dialogo diverso Nipro Grafitodas, which is like an art group, and then the Catolica University as well. So that was really good to, to be able to expand the networking side of um, the Carmen Bajo. And we are actually still working in that uh, field to have more actors and to invite more friends that have professional skills mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and... That it can be able to teach um, the kids abilities and discipline that it can help them grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So the big question is, what do you do with all this information now that you have it? What are what are the hopes and dreams and plans?
2: So the hopes and dreams uh, after this evaluation is um, that the CS Tech team and the local church, um, the two institutions are working on developing a nonprofit that can take the place of the compassion program, mm-hmm. which was there really like uh, the main program was mm-hmm. uh, really big in Carmen Bajo, but uh, to, to take the place of this program because this program is going to live soon, not only in Carmen Bajo, but also in the city of Quito. I'm
0: going to, I'm mm-hmm. going to do a uh, slight bit of clarification. So you're talking about compassion international, which mm-hmm. is the student, um, uh, sponsorship program that helped Carmen Baco begin Mm -hmm. its social work. Um, And they provided food and tutoring and medical insurance and compassion international does incredible things around the globe. And in fact had a role in why we started because kids couldn't be in compassion Mm -hmm. unless they Mm -hmm. were in school full time. And if they didn't have the right shoes, they couldn't Mm -hmm. be in school full time. And we're like, well let's put this compassion international safety network under you by helping you and your family figure out how to get you shoes. But as compassion is fading, phasing out of all of urban Ecuador in general, so it's not just Carmen Baco, those are decisions that they have made, even though the pockets of poverty are still quite strong, um, they are are phasing out. And so, and Raquel, what I think is really important is that some of our listeners um, are very accustomed to the church being a social services network and a place of worship, mm-hmm. like that those things go hand in hand. But here in Ecuador, it's very rare. Normally churches are concerned about your spiritual world, and they don't do a whole lot, And especially in the Protestant world, they don't do a lot of the social justice mm-hmm. issues that you guys have done a beautiful job of documenting and, and looking at. And so I know that one of the, the questions future forward is, as Pastor Fabian and Tia Grace, as they continue to go around the sun and continue to get older. And as they approach approach the idea of retiring, what happens? Because um, all that they have poured into for 20 years, your dad was telling me a story about a church, an evangelical church in the same denomination who had a very similar project going on um, in a town outside of Quito. And when the pastor there retired and a new pastor couple came in, and they shut it all down. Yeah. Oh. And said, "We're not doing that. That's not what the church is about. We're not doing social ministry. We're
2: just doing spiritual." So that uh, vision of having social ministry and as well of applying this uh, spiritual area, uh, we have to like we have proposal that it, that it needs to have a click, right? So having a leaders, local leaders being trained of the um, these um, mission that the church has had for the twenty years being actually working in the field, and as well uh, with uh, frameworks that could help them. So the main uh, goal, it will be to create a nonprofit that will take the place of, like, all that will oversee all of the programs and projects happening in the church, but it's going to have a legal uh, aspect that is going to help. A legal entity. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a legal entity that is going to help the government uh, seize... um, that they are actually having a lot of protocols and a lot of political, politics? um, Policies. Policies, policies. Protocols and policies. Protocols Mm -hmm. and policies that you're creating to work uh, with kids and communities because you have to have that aspect. Um, So so, uh, the main idea will be um, to work, to uh, continue uh, working in education, uh, physical and mental health, leisure, Leisure and culture, spiritual, the spiritual aspect, teen pregnancy, and violence. That are like the seven uh, fields that Mm. this uh, entity will continually work. And it's not going to, like, this entity is not going to leave the spiritual area. It's going to strain the spiritual area. But now uh, with um, just an ethically uh, frameworks that is going to help the social work, uh, having a good foundation, mm-hmm. theoretically and, like, technically as well for the future leaders in Carmen Bajo. So uh, when you guys were interviewing
0: Jorge Luis and myself and other people as part <laughs> of this project, as the actors, um, there were some of the results that you came back with um, that you shared with us that your friends who didn't grow up in churches were, or with a, a personal faith that, yeah. that caused them to, to live and move and have their being. Um, that they were shocked and astounded at what the project in Karmabajo has been able mm-hmm. to achieve yeah. and has been able to achieve much more than the government mm-hmm. ever has yes. or other institutions and looking at all of the components and seeing what God has brought together. Um, I, I I just want to pause and, and celebrate that yeah. because we know that we follow and worship a God that can make miracles happen mm-hmm. even today. Um and when I was, as I have been digesting this project with you and and trying to figure out what Equal H's role is moving forward, would it, tell me if I've got, if I'm understanding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're, you're taking everything that the church has done for these 20 years mm-hmm. and you're making it a little bit more stable and fijo, that's a good Spanish yeah, word, structure. a more structured, mm-hmm. um, But with the same essence of the holistic, let's look at the whole person. How do we Mm -hmm. help break the cycle of poverty? How do we show people and encourage people to know their worth and their value Mm -hmm. and creating that structure? And you're going to, because you have the data that you have, you're going to be able to be even more specifically focused. This family needs, Mm -hmm. they need mental health to control the violence that's in this family, and that you can do that family by family and person by person instead of a blanket program, mm-hmm. which is why I think this fits so well with um, the heart of equals age because we're in the same. Not everyone needs notebooks and not everyone needs crayons, but you do. But you <laughs> you need a uniform and Absolutely. you need transportation, and so it's so exciting to think that you're going to be able to to create the structure that's going to be able to go even further. And to be able to safeguard the investments that people mm-hmm. have already made over these years, safeguard those for the future, that this will continue, that it's not dependent solely on the on the leadership mm-hmm. of Fabian and Grace. The leadership in the in the church is not gonna be at the top. It's gonna be mm-hmm. throughout the community that everyone takes leadership and ownership mm-hmm. in what is benefiting their community. Am I understanding? Yes. And that's the legacy
2: of like transmitting um, the vision and the mission of working with people, spiritual and like physical as well, Mm -hmm. like in action. So, and that desire that the leadership of Fabian and Grace is to be able to see a team of like, uh, a team of young leaders becoming the ones in charge and seeing over the the community of like their own community, their own people. So the goal will be that they will empower themselves to help their own community, but becoming a collective. Like us, like that the the, um, the infrastructure that the church has had it will um, it needs to put in use as the center of like mm-hmm. collective people coming together and working themselves for their own good. So that will be the main goal. And to accomplish this goal and to be able to create these structure and the frameworks and the strategies for the church, the church needs to raise up um dollars to be able to pay three full staff members of the technical team that currently is putting all the effort and mind in this process that you have heard. So you're telling me that
0: you're trying to raise Mm $19,500 and that would would allow this program to go forward for another year?
2: Yeah, like for like uh, farther. We are going to be able to put the structure for like 10 years and that will be the foundation for the future like uh, action that uh, the institution is going to have. And to be able awesome. to put that, uh, yeah. The, the technical team needs, um,
0: yeah. Okay, so here's the big ask. If you've, li- if you're listening, <laughs> if you're involved in Carmen Baco. We invite you to be a part of this. We invite you to go to educationwithhope.org and be and find the donate now button. Designate any gift mm-hmm. for Carmen Baco for this next this next year to to lay this foundation that all of this work and data can be put into practice and that and that the ministry can continue in new ways $19,000 we'll, yeah. we'll call it 20,000 yeah. if we can find 20 people that would give $1,000 for the year yeah that would that would establish this for the next year and then for years to come as yeah. because you're training local leaders in this year that's the goal that's going to
2: be the main goal uh, we want to train local leaders with capacity and for advocacy uh, in the social field that you're, they are going to work. Hmm. And as well, um, we want to see uh, the church being strong and being really, really strong in the uh, social initiative that they have done for these 20 years, but now with uh, like a framework, with a nice structure that they will... Uh, this structure will guide them and will prevent anything conflict or anything of like working with people as well having a lot of protocols and policies protocols (laughs) protocols and policies of um and creating a system on reporting abuse providing therapy and connecting the community to other necessary services
0: mm. mm-hmm. it's amazing it's amazing Raquel to think of all of the local entities here that mm. you are pulling together but also to know that we have the opportunity to can con- in equals H is going to continue to be a part of Carmen Bajo and what you're doing you and I've already talked about how to to use the budget that we're able to give monthly towards this and that just leaves 19,000 $500, and that would provide for three professionals to continue this work for a year to lay the groundwork. Yeah, and to train locals.
2: They and have to train to the be local trained. community. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have um, people train and actually um, being informed and just putting all the information together and specifically uh, inform the, themselves that there is a an structure of working in the social field that you um, need to put that information into practice, but that's gonna mm-hmm. have, that's gonna take a, a little bit of time of like the, the, the team that is already in Carmen Bajo, of their like to challenge themselves mm-hmm. to learn more and to mm-hmm. be able to just not learn from the CSTEC team. We're gonna invite other people to train them as well. So, so that will help uh, them to train in psychology and mm. education just general areas that, um, yeah, these volunteers, they don't have when they are growing in Carmen Bajo. Mm-hmm. And it is really difficult to access to education. So mm-hmm. that information uh, needs to be in, put in the, ter- in the field. Mm-hmm. Great.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that, Raquel. We are thrilled mm-hmm. to hear all this information. And our prayers and our efforts are all with you guys. It's amazing to see the legacy as you're talking uh, of all these years um, of work and in, in, in relationship, right, mm-hmm. that we always talk about that here.
0: Indeed. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for Thanks inviting is up. me. We're going to invite you back sometime in the fall to hear Whoa. how things are going <laughs> by faith. We believe that $19,500 yes. will come on board <laughs> somehow, and um, and we look
2: forward to it. Thanks. And we're going to be sharing a lot of, like, um, uh, the document that it's going to print, that it will have a lot of the survey and that you will go deep in, like, in some information, but as well in other uh, photographies and like just videos that can help you uh, having uh, the whole image of our work in Carmen Bajo. We have a lot of means of verification. So if you want to uh, have that, just uh, tell Cameron and, and we yeah. will be able to share it with you.
0: Just email email me at Cameron at educationalshope.org and I'll get you connected to Raquel. And we can't do any of this work without you, our donors and supporters. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for giving. And if you feel called to be a part of what Raquel is um, offering today and inviting people to come alongside her, we encourage you to do that. Thanks so much for being with us. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.